knocking over. Jing, 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 jing. That's racist to you. I did. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I do that and Robert just says the same thing. And I'm like, you're like, what is it doing? I know. <laughs> oh, I guess. I and I'm just going to cough through this whole episode. I will try not to do it directly into the, the microphone, but <laughs> it might just happen. And that's okay. It's been a minute. <laughs> forgot which light switch was the light <laughs> and you forgot we had a fan i i literally did forget we had that's because we don't use it because it's probably going to be too loud but swish, we can turn swish, it on swish, 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 swish. we can try yeah is it this yep we all 12 of our listeners will be like turn that fan off <laughs> i can hear the airflow is way too good <laughs> No, the airflow absolutely sucks in here. There is no airflow. Is no air- I can hear the absence of airflow. <laughs> Just hot, humid, sweaty people. <laughs> um. So welcome back to oh. the Tiny Shed Book Club, where we sometimes host a book club for people who don't actually want to go to a book club. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm already coughing. Um, as you can tell, uh, Chandler got the vid. Got the COVID. Got that, that sweet, sweet vid. Which is one of the reasons why we haven't been here in forever. Yeah. And you then, guys got sick too. Yeah, we got sick too. And then there was other things that happened. I'm trying to remember. Well, we lost an episode because Oh yeah, we lost my, an episode. <laughs> that was my fault. Sorry. That was just the universe's fault, really. I'm going to blame technology on that one. Yeah. Um, the SD card was apparently too full to hold our last episode, and I didn't realize that. And we and recorded the whole thing and then realized, oh, <laughs> it didn't actually record the full thing. And that Damn. was very upsetting. And then we've both been out of town. At, like, complete opposite times. Yes. I'm like, bye, Tia. And you're like, wait. And then <laughs> and you get back, back and, and I'm like, like you ready? <laughs> and you're like, bye. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Honestly, this is, I've, I'm in the, I'm doing the worst things for my COVID symptoms. I mean, I don't really have symptoms anymore, but teaching, I'm like talking all day. Oh, yeah. And it makes me want to cough uh-huh. all the time. And then talking on a podcast <laughs> i'm like this is i'm in the wrong i should not be doing this i chose those poorly things. i know <laughs> so i'm really sorry if i cough i tr- will try not to do it directly into the microphone <laughs> we'll see yeah um but we're covering chapters 10 all the way up to 17 today and from 10 to 12 because i wrote it down the wrong last time I'll wait a minute. um we're just gonna go for episode three what we were gonna talk about we're gonna basically do like a rapid fire for y'all and then we're gonna move on to the, to part, the final set yeah <laughs> again racist no i'm just I, god damn it <laughs> it will like be <laughs> i am gonna just sign off and go die <laughs> in the, the backyard because that's not what I meant, but I could see how it sounded really shitty. No. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm giving you a hard time and I'm being a butt about it. <laughs> Set four, chapters 13 through 17. Yes. Cool. All and right. <laughs> if it sounds like I'm reading directly from my notes, it's because I am. Because I haven't looked at this book in like a month. <laughs> I know. It's and been I, so long. And I, um, what do you call that? I rented it? No. I you borrowed it. I borrowed it, thank you, from the yeah. library. Um, and so I had to return it, like, weeks. So I literally <laughs> have not had the physical book either. So I'm like, I'm just going on a wing and a prayer in my memories. <laughs> What's this where It's like, um, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, so I'm Tia, and um, I apparently don't know what a New York um, substation <laughs> looks like you know <laughs> it's not the worst thing that maybe that episode got got deleted because you went on like a five minute rampage <laughs> about the subway st- i mean to be fair <laughs> i still think that whole subway station shenanigans is completely oh bonkers it totally makes no sense at all but i went off on a rant because i work in the like energy transmission industry um that the kind of substations that I work with are these like massive, like uh, electricity transmitter, like areas. Yeah. And so I was going off about like, this is bullshit that they're going to break into one. And then I, it turns out that what a New York substation is, is vastly fucking different. Did you go home and Google that? I did. Cause I was like, 
I was like, you, mm, this seems like I might be wrong. <laughs> You're like, something feels off. I feel and like I don't I, know what it is. Got too big for my britches. And usually the universe like punches me in the face when I do that. So I, I could feel the punch coming. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't heard too big for my britches in forever. What the hell is a britch? <laughs> my pants. My pants. <laughs> I got too big for my pants. But anyway, there's my second long rant about substitution. You know what? It wouldn't be complete without one. <laughs> and uh, who are you? <laughs> who am I? I'm Chandler, and I did not prepare an intro because I forgot how we did this podcast. <laughs> oh. Dope. Well, that never changes my snort, apparently. The snort is back. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. At least I'm consistent with one thing. You are. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> um. So rapid fire plot. Rapid fire plot for our what would have been part three of this book, chapters 10 through 12, yeah? R.I.P. Let's do it. R.I.P. Um, so basically, we learn, um, so as we saw from the end of this, the first set or the second set, um, August and Jane are together now and all of her roommates kind of like immediately pick up on it. Um, Myla and August then piece together that Jane is like somehow connected to like electrical impulses, be they like actual electricity or like internal electricity. <laughs> oh my god, the metaphor! Whoa, <laughs> blowing my mind. Hair is just blowing back. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> I just I read what I just wrote down, and I it was very funny. It says August starts creating a fairly weird sex journal about Jane. <laughs> And what Jane likes sexually. Yeah, that was... Okay, we did go on a bit of a rant with that, too, about how... Yeah. It's like, you. I think you said it. You're like, those are inside thoughts that we keep <laughs> on the inside of our brains. We don't even put those down on paper because that's just weird and kind of creepy. Yeah, the second... Yeah, we, we were like, the second you transfer from inside thoughts to writing it down, immediately creepy. And just like keeping a like, what if if anyone saw that? Like you, you just seem. I mean, maybe it just has to do with her like naivete around yeah, maybe sexual experiences. And but I'm just like, no. Can, can you imagine if she left that on the subway and then you find it and you're like, oh, a journal, and you're just kind of like flipping through, and then you're like, oh my god, I think I found a serial killer's journal. <laughs> and you're like, I know so much about Jane's sexuality and her preferences and i just didn't won't even know who she is yeah um but yeah so august starts like really getting into like what jane likes and writing everything down um and then basically nico has a birthday and he's born on the fourth of july and there's a giant drag party Mm -hmm. that's called christmas time in july and it gets wild Mm -hmm. um but it's like amazing and this kind of like almost spiritual like experience for august like she feels this intense sense of community and she wishes jane was there um and then kind of after this drag show where they kind of see how much like money was thrown on the stage and like how much Isaiah slash antidepressant made. Um, they're like, oh my God, the way we can save Billy's is, <laughs> is hold a drag show fundraiser with pancakes. It's and so <laughs> like overboard. Yeah. Disney Channel original movie Ex- shit. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's a lot. It is a lot. And so they're all very excited and like, oh, this is obviously going to work. And then everyone just like suddenly has a shit ton of contacts with people. Like we know everybody. Like Nico's like, well, I can get liquor from my job and Billy's is going to make all the pancakes and uh, Wes is going to do all the tattoo. It just (laughs) becomes like this weird collaboration (laughs) of pancakes and booze and And drag queens. And thank you. And drag queens. Which would be amazing. But just the way they put it together was like. What? It was just too convenient and weird. Yes. How they were all like, <laughs> it was almost like I had a drag show within me. Like I, the organization of a drag show. <laughs> Again, the consistency on point. <laughs> it's within me. Um, but yeah, as we mentioned, uh, we also went off on the fact that uh, Wes is breaking health codes by offering tattoos at a drag show and brunch affair seems super illegal yeah so that you know but that's gonna happen apparently um also um we get a call from august's mom and she you know kind of tells you know august that 
her grandma died. Um, and, um, August was like, oh shit. Okay. Well, kind of like, why are you telling me? And Mm -hmm. her mom is like, well, they left you some money. And August is like, well, why? They don't know me. I'm Mm -hmm. like the family shame. And August's mom is like, well, they kind of paid for all of your schooling. And I didn't want you to meet them. Uh And August gets, you know, really upset about it. She's like, how dare you keep family from me? I have felt lonely my whole life. Um, If they wanted to have a relationship with me, I could have had one. You also told me we were poor because of school. And apparently that's not true. Right. Um, And so... Yeah, like August, it's kind of like you can see both sides. Like August's mom, you can you can understand her being like, I don't want you to meet my family because they're terrible and why would I subject you to that? Right. But you can also see August's side of being like, you know, I also should have a chance to choose for myself. Right. Like who is in my life and who is not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we, we learned that um, August has been left some money by her grandma. Like a lot of money. I think we don't learn that until later, but... Yeah, it's but like, like it's like a chunk. It's like a good sum of money. Yeah, it's a good amount of money. Um, and then we learn um, that because so Jane has been like, well, there's something for really familiar about you, August. Mm-hmm. And um, August and Jane are like carving their names on like subway seats. And Jane sees August's knife and is like, oh, shit, I know that knife. And then August writes her name, and Jane is like, oh, shit, I know that name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it turns out that Jane knew Augie. <gasps> which... What? <laughs> yeah, at this point, I think we we knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and she said that, you know, bas- that Augie was gay, and he lived a really, like, vibrant life in the LGBTQ plus scene in New Orleans, and he was, like, this light, and Jane um, believes that he died in a fire at a gay bar in New Orleans that was um, arson, and he just didn't come home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, Aug- August learns the whole, like, secret that's, like, guided her whole life, um, and she <laughs> keeps, she delays in telling her mom, which I I can understand, but it was also like <laughs> it was like literally your mom has been searching for answers about her brother like her entire life. Yeah, and you're like, and I get that you got into like a bit of a tiff with your mom over your grandma, but like, wouldn't you just be like, this is too important. This overrides that. Yeah, I, it was. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little much. Yeah, so she delays in telling her, which is weird. <laughs> um, but. So as we move on, we've, you know, we learn that, you know, Jane is really struggling with what's going on. Mm -hmm. And it's been slowly building into her and that August basically being around August makes her remember that she's living this like she's basically living a life after death. She's like, nobody, everyone thinks I'm dead and I don't know anything that's going on. I'm stuck in this weird in between. Um, And so Jane and um, August get in a massive fight mm-hmm. um and august kind of like storms out but then um that at that at the end of it like like they're fighting but then jane is like i'm sorry can you please come see me and then the chapter ends with august picking up her keys to yep. go meet yep. jane yep um it- sorry go ahead no, no 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 did you have more to say i was just gonna say that that is um, the most rapid fire of rapid fires. That was impressive. Thanks. Good job. You carried that for us. Because <laughs> I feel like I have usually have like broader notes and you have really good specific notes and mine are always like, Meh. <laughs> no, your notes are so good. You no, I think we do a good job of complimenting each other. We I, absolutely do. I go way too far into the details because I no. can't not. And you're like, here's the general what you need to know, which is probably <laughs> way more helpful. And I'm like, did you know this strange detail that happened in chapter five at the back of the and the book or whatever? That's always what you should bring up. I know. I'm sorry. I can't help it. Don't apologize. I love it. Yeah, mine are usually very very vague, but. Yeah, I wish I could, like, stop myself. I'm, every time I go to do my notes, I'm like, I'm not going to be this crazy this time. Like, <laughs> I need to calm down. My notes are getting, like, six pages long. Like, why would I do that? And then I'm, like, typing my notes, and I'm, like, flipping through pages. And, like, t- like I feel like I'm a student. I'm, like, annotating yeah. a book or something. I'm, like, I'm going to be graded on this later. <laughs> what if I typed eight pages this I time? And then I'm, like... 
look backing at look backing looking mm-hmm. back at it and i'm like <laughs> i failed i failed again yet no. again to or or did you succeed you know what in i depends <laughs> on how you want to look at it i wish i would do less because literally i feel like i take so long to do my notes and i'm like i i don't need to i don't need to but i'm gonna do it it's what i in my brain think the people want let your freak flag fly my I, guy <laughs> waving <laughs> and your flag just says i type a lot <laughs> oh my gosh i need a flag that says that now. i type a lot <laughs> People are like, oh, what are you what are you out here standing for? And you're like, people who take lots of notes. <laughs> I can't stop myself. I'm a menace to note takers everywhere. We need visibility too. We're out here. Oh my god. We are one. We are many. <laughs> no, it's good because you because I'm so glad that you don't do that because I feel like I would just if we had to go through every single thing in my notes, we would never stop. This podcast would just be hours and hours long forever yeah infinite podcast <laughs> all right should we should we talk about the last part of this book we should yes um so what would have it been part four which is 13 to the end yes fantastic yes, all right yes. um okay so lead on <laughs> i'm like reading the first sentence of my notes and i already <laughs> found a typo it says August gets back on the Jane. <laughs> well, she I does. Think- <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> but that's not what I meant. <laughs> she gets ba- back on both the Q and the Jane. <laughs> I think I meant to type gets back on the train. And it just came out, gets back on the Jane. Yep. All right, which also <laughs> happens. Um, yeah, so August is back on the Jane. Yes, back uh-huh. on the Well, yes. And <laughs> they they basically make up for mm-hmm. their argument that they were having. And Jane says that she could see herself being happy, staying in this time period. Um, mm-hmm. And because, I mean, beforehand, she was just kind of like blaming August for yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. stuff that was, you know, for keeping her there and making her remember all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and so August um, gets to talking about Jerry uh, and how he fell on the train line and didn't die. Um, and, or sorry, Jerry, well, Jerry didn't die either, but uh, what's, Jane went to like save him from falling. And mm. she also like somehow didn't die, but got pushed through the times and got stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and that's something we should say real quick that I forgot to mention in our last, like in the quick round. Yeah. Um, we learned that Jerry was with Jane the day she quote unquote, like disappeared slash died. Right. Right. Um, he got real drunk. And then mm-hmm. um, Jerry told us that he's like, yeah, I was a real big alcoholic. I got real drunk. I fell on the train tracks. Jane jumped down and got me. Mm-hmm. And then the New York city blackout, of like 1970 something 73 yeah um happened and then he never saw jane again um so that is a big point to point out (laughs) (laughs) and then um there was okay and we've you and i have kind of gone over this but the august like also pulls out this postcard that she has from augie um and i guess the whole deal is is that he had sent it to jane and mm-hmm. Jane thought that he had died. That was the whole, like, he yeah. had died in the um, fire at the gay bar that he worked at. Um, but this postcard was after the fact. So she realized um, that he must have been at least alive for a while afterwards. Yeah. Um, and we kind of learned that Augie went through, like, a bit of a dark period of grief after the gay bar mm-hmm. um, incident with the fire because a lot of his friends died. And so I think he kind of, like, was it drugs or alcohol? He I think kinda, it was both. Okay, so he kind of like went, he kind of spiraled. Um, eventually, he like got his life back together and um, we learned that he had a, had a boyfriend and he was mm-hmm. like trying to invite Jane back to California. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then we get back to uh, this grand plan to... <laughs> <laughs> to save to save Billy's and at the same time we're gonna save Jane. So because remember she's affected by electricity. <laughs> Could you forget? Because she fell on the tracks during the blackout. Yeah. Ugh. And they determined that if they like basically shut down 
like turn off the electricity and then like turn it back on again, it'll somehow like zap Jane back in back to the future. You can't see how far I'm rolling my eyes in my head, but they're pretty far back there. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so Myla, um, as they're they're trying to uh, move the drag show from the original venue into the substation. Yeah, into um, a bigger space because they have so many people. Right, which is just fucking what? Um, <laughs> and so Myla finds basically a lead who can get her into the sub- substation. <laughs> and it is no other than the ex-boyfriend that she basically left for Nico. Yeah, like on the spot. Yeah. She saw Nico and then was just like, bye, boyfriend. <laughs> I like this guy better. And I'm like, that is so awkward. So awkward. And also like really convenient that your ex-boyfriend works at the place that you... Oh, yeah. Take so I convenient. Mean, I just and left. I love how all of them were all like, yeah, that'll work. Not like, whoa, that's kind of weird. Right. Like, maybe we shouldn't like... You know, take if advantage. he was a fuck, oh well. But like, maybe we shouldn't take advantage of like another human. They were all like, no, yeah, like, uh-huh. just, they're just like, do it. Yeah, let's ruin a man's potential career. <laughs> and it's just like, what? Like, I just don't. I do not understand. Like, moving this drag. Like, who is gonna like allow this drag show to happen in a sub? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. How far fetched is that? Yeah, that was part of the thing that I was, like, so confused about what the substations are. I was like, they just would allow the public inside to, like, just be like, woo, near some, like, expensive electrical equipment. It's got to be so (laughs) potentially dangerous. Like, it's got to be a liability. Like, there, I just, I, it makes me angry. Uh Uh-huh. And Aaron and I were talking about this recently how i get really mad and the same thing happened in meddling kids Mm. when you have a book that's set kind of in more of a like realistic um Uh modern time i get really mad at things that don't make sense (laughs) but i will not get mad if things don't make sense in like a fantasy book Oh, yeah. You know, because it's like, I'm like, oh, I already know that this is complete tomfoolery, you know, like. (laughs) I'm being hoodwinked. I'm fine. (laughs) This is malarkey. (laughs) But when it's set in like modern day and it's not a fantasy, I'm just like, that shit would never happen. And it upsets me. I love how, and I think we talked about this last time. I love how we're both upset about like the realistic things that are wrong, except for the fact that like this bitch is from 1973 and we're right. both like, uh-huh. Like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right, move on. But then they're like, we held it in a substation. We're like, shut the fuck up. You're like, no. no. Yeah. Wrong. Very angry about that. <laughs> and you're like, oh, uh, yeah. So, okay. So they have this like grand plan to uh, fool what's his face. Gabe. Uh, thank you, Gabe, into getting them into the book. Whatever. Okay. Um, and so let's see. Blah, 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 blah. At the. After this, August is, like, on the train with Jane. Yeah. And they're like, we got to figure out how to get you off the train so that we can somehow, like, zap you. And how romantic. Right? Let's get you off the train <laughs> so, so we can electrocute, electrocute you. <laughs> and hope you don't die. And apparently Jane can just get off the train at the, like, Coney Island station. Because there's, like, right. the way that the tunnels, like, interconnect, there's, like, a space behind the train when it stops that you can like get off at the last like car Mm -hmm. and just be on the tracks and so jane is apparently able to like get off but stay on the tracks Mm -hmm. um probably because it's all electric and so she's able to like move quote unquote from the currents like from the train to the tracks but apparently we learned that jane can do that and And it's only at that one section yeah right? i think okay. so or at least that's the only one they seem to try okay i couldn't i don't remember i didn't write it down so and then i also wrote down that jane knows about the sex journal because apparently <laughs> august would write in it in front of her you're like that's so awkward <laughs> it's like girl or she just like wasn't very stealthy about oh, it yeah maybe she was like trying to like she was like oh you like your hair pulled or something and just like whipping it out to the side and like with her pen and like side eye and writing. Jane was like you literally like whipped that thing out before I like even buttoned my pants <laughs> and August was like no really I'm like Jane is not put off enough by that yeah like, like I love Robert like a lot and if he was like I keep a sex journal about what you like I'd be like Mm-mm. 
Maybe we don't. Oh, wow. Yucky. Like, I would think twice, and he's like, like, I bought a house with that man. <laughs> and I would be yeah. like, You'd be like uh, I'm a little mortified by this. <laughs> like, ew. <laughs> um, um, and then the next thing I have is basically, it's kind of like filler until the, like, party yeah, yeah. happens. I pretty much, like, skipped a bunch of stuff until we get to the actual party day. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so the party happens in the substation with Gabe. With Gabe. With Gabe My there. God. And she, Myla, they're, they're like, need to get Gabe out of there so he doesn't like micromanage the situation. So uh-huh. she's, she's like, all right, maybe August is the one who sends him. Someone sends him on a mission to get a filet of fish and like boba or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> bubble tea. Uh-huh. And just like this. I mean, not that we like Gabe because obviously Gabe in this situation, he's kind of like a dirt bag yeah but like you're just like so taking like and we get more into it later but they're taking advantage of him so hard oh so they're hard. like dangling mila in front of him and yeah like just, I, come on the, leave the poor guy alone man uh, yeah <laughs> and then okay so then jerry's like making pancakes all the pancakes and then like just like crowds of people are piling in and everyone's like eating the food drinking the liquor getting tattoos getting tattoos from wes um (laughs) watching the drag uh and so as this kind of unfolds the the plan starts to begin that the Mm -hmm. all all the roommates are in on it um and so uh gabe comes back from his filet of fish yes filet of fish is that what it's called fish filet filet of fish okay um from his mission and myla like charms him into speaking alone with her yes and she like has to tell nico beforehand because they're gonna be like somehow listening in to the conversation uh-huh she's like don't listen to anything i say like i love you so much this guy's this guy is like obviously yeah not what i'm into so and she's like i will marry you and have oh, like however many three-eyed right. ravens you want to have instead of kids and then nico's right. like did you propose to me and she goes i guess i did and nico's like fuck you i have a ring at home you yep. son of a bitch <laughs> which i thought was really cute that was sweet um but yeah so uh myla accidentally proposes to nico um and then she like just kind of like flirts with gabe and is like I want to be with you, not Nico. She, yeah, she's like, I think about you when I'm with Nico, and I'm just like, oh my god, this is so cringy. <laughs> like, yeah, fucking brutal. I'm like, I know we don't like the guy, but like, ugh. Yeah, makes me feel icky. And then Gabe goes on about how he wants to start a vape oh company, but with savory <laughs> that flavors. Was maybe the grossest part of this whole book so gross he's i don't even remember i didn't even write it down probably because it was so gross but he's like i don't know like biscuits and gravy or like, yeah, like i don't know like turkey dinner or something i don't know it was just like oh vaping and tasting like me yeah like, and so at some point apparently like Mila can't hold him where he needs to be held and so he like he's like, oh i'm gonna go to my car and get my vape shit to show you my vape shit right. and then august is like well i have to take this into my own hands and then she knocks a bunch of like pancake batter <laughs> on this poor man like gabe's a dweeb don't get us wrong but yeah. like god come on he's having a rough, rough night so she spills pancake shit on him um and then he like just leaves <laughs> and then she swipes his badge in that whole oh incident. okay i missed that i was like yeah. i thought he was just like because my Mila is like trying to like get this badge from him because i need to get somewhere with the badge and that's when he's like well i want to show you my vape and whatever so he starts leaving august is like oh, no we need that badge gotcha, and so okay. she comes in to fuck up the rest <laughs> of his night with pancake maple syrup or whatever on his shirt and then takes his badge and she's like i got it and i'm like why wasn't that the plan in the first place just to like knock into him and grab the badge yeah. if like why do we have to go through the whole i'm gonna fake flirt with anyway we had to brutalize him yeah <laughs> and then get him in trouble with the state authorities for losing and probably a state issued badge so so many things uh, so many things <laughs> and so then august at that point she like books it to the train to go <laughs> meet up with jane um, and then they like, you know, they do a little like sappy talk and Jane is like giving August her jacket as like a memento of her mm-hmm. probably in case, you know, Jane doesn't end up staying in that timeline. 
Um, and they're kind of preparing Jane for uh, her part in the plan. And August ends up confessing her love to Jane. And she has this like whole major speech about yeah. it and how much she means to her um, and how she's the love of her life. And Jane reciprocates those feelings. And I think she tells her that she loves her as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mila calls into them and on the call, uh, Jane is going to jump onto the tracks so that Mila can cert- like do her like power surge. Yeah, like shut up. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't work at first. Oh, by the way, before this happens, mm-hmm. which is also the, so weird to me. So after, okay, backing up a little bit. After mm-hmm. August swipes the badge from Gabe, Wes's part in this plan is basically to commit arson. In oh the, yeah he's like i'll just go start a fire over there like to yeah, distract bim to distract who like what are we who yeah why are I'm, we distracting everyone you're in a hidden room apparently and then you're just gonna light it on fire and then have all this like and there's a the drag show going on like go each, off? Yeah, it was the weirdest I, I was like that feels so unnecessary like I, oh totally like the, the i don't know the author was just like well wes needs to do something cool so he's just gonna <laughs> Wes needs to be there. Yeah. So we'll just have him commit light arson. (laughs) What? Anyways, so... Okay, Wes is breaking health code laws. He's at fucking committing arson. Like... He's about to get uh, arrested up in here. Yeah. Jail time. All sorts of, like, (laughs) statutes broken. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway... Okay, so... Jane is, like, is doing her part of the plan. So they, like confess their love to each other and jane's like all right i'm ready and jumps onto the tracks and mila is doing whatever mila is doing at the substation to to make make the power go off and on um and it doesn't work at first no and jane is like kind of like flickering in and out of existence Uh uh-huh and it's making it's very strange um jane is kind of like losing hope it, it seems yeah. like she's mm-hmm. like she's like this isn't working and august has to like give her a pep talk basically so mm-hmm. she doesn't just like fade away um <clears throat> and so they try Milo tries again with um the power surge and as nico is like giving a countdown of um when the power surge is going to happen august like jumps off the train to meet jane where Uh she's on the tracks and like viciously kisses her yeah because she's like oh every time we've ever like kissed or like you know had sex it like the lights go whoosh right and so she was like oh if i kiss her like it'll add her own like whoosh of electricity to the power surging back into the line yeah um so august runs up and kisses jane Mm -hmm. and then it blacks out because August almost dies from I was the surprised that like it didn't yes but like I was like with something that like that that happens shouldn't she have like had to go to the hospital or something like you know what oh, I mean yeah I there guess was, I just assumed that they took her to the hospital and that, that she was now home oh maybe they did but, but there was literally no mention of like any no medical I, so I just I assumed that yeah she was just like i passed out and my friends came and got me and brought me home i was like as i'm like lightly on fire yeah you just got like electrocuted (laughs) i didn't like that clearly yeah no it was a little weird and i was like oh yeah that i mean it just frightens me like the idea of like running up to a person and then kissing them and then like having a fuck ton of electricity go through you right it's like you ever like get shocked by someone yeah yeah like I avoid that at all costs and you're gonna like <laughs> go up to I mean I get it you like love this girl so like whatever but <laughs> you love a person <laughs> gross um so I get it but it's like you she could have died yeah like I I mean whatever you, when you do what you do for love I guess well, yeah gross but, but you love <laughs> um but yeah so August learns that you know Jane wasn't there um, when they found her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of August kind of has to learn how to move on. So the l- last part of the book is really like kind of skipping forward pretty fast in time. Mm-hmm. Um, August tells her mom about Augie, um, what happened to him, that he was gay, that he moved to California, had, you know, some troubles, but overall a beautiful life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And August's mom takes it surprisingly well that yeah. she's just kind of like, well, at least now I know. And she's like, I wonder what else I'm going to do with my life. Um, yeah. It was almost like too surprisingly well. Yeah. Like it her- felt a little out of character for how intensely she followed, like was right. about this case. Um, but I guess like, I think the author was like trying to redeem the mom in the last pages. Yeah. And so she gave her like a little bit of a chiller. Yeah. Response than probably character. I- would normally have. yeah i get that I, I i yeah it felt rushed i guess it did yeah but i feel like this i i agree i think this whole ending felt rushed it was very fast yeah that like she did so much trying to set it up and like figuring out the mystery that then it was like a little too quick for yeah. the wrap up in the end i agree um but she also did the same thing with her other book too in red white oh, and blue it was the okay. same kind of thing where like the ending was like really rushed and like kind of a little bit too perfect okay um but it's kind of something i like about casey mcquiston is like that's her style and she does it well like mm-hmm. it's cute enough and like lovely enough that you're like not nah, right yeah i'll let it slide that like right you're like i'm not mad about it yeah um but um we also see that August gets inheritance money and it's $15,000, which is like conveniently like $2 more than what Billy still needs to be saved. Yeah. So like from the <laughs> fundraising drag show, they like get all this money and they give it to Billy's and like very conveniently, they're only like 14000 like 900 something dollars away from like <laughs> the goal of saving Billy's. And then August gets this check for 15 k from her mm-hmm. dead gra- grandma and she freaking gives it to them anonymously like yeah i was just like i guess that's really sweet but also your girl has like student loans and shit and like trying to live in like new york which cannot be cheap like i, I just like i'm like i, I get the like sweetness mm-hmm. of it and like how like wholesome it is but ain't nobody in real life who receives $15,000 from their yeah. family is going to be like, well, I'm just going to give this to charity. I couldn't possibly use this. Like, yeah, that's a lot of money. I was, I was baffled. Yeah. I was, I was just like, oh wow. How convenient that it's $15,000. But I, <laughs> on my end, I was like, you've been going on and on about like how rich your grandparents were. And yeah. then I was like, Oh, bitch, you only got 15,000. Which is a fuck ton of money. Like, I don't want to mean that, like, I just, like, 15,000 is pissants to me, but I was like, or pittance? I I don't know what either of those things mean. So I just nodded my head and said, yes. Yeah, it's a big deal. But I was like, if for you talking about how goddamn rich your grandparents were and then be like, I got $50,000, which is like $4 more than Billy's. Like, it does seem like shouldn't, (laughs) yeah, if your parents or your grandparents were so rich, you would have maybe inherited more based on. Yeah, it just, yeah, I was being a little snot. I was like, "Mm." you're like, that's (laughs) not that much money. (laughs) Um, But so, yeah, she gives it anonymously to Billy. So Billy's is saved. Um, And they're celebrating at Billy's. Yes, they're celebrating at Billy's. And. Jane walks in basically three months after mm-hmm. the kiss on the tracks yep. that sent her away. But it turns out it was like only like a second for mm-hmm. Jane. She was like, I was kind of in this weird world. And then I like came back here and then was looking for you. Yeah. And so she's mm-hmm. like, so the first thing I thought of was like to come here. Um, and so they're all like partying for like, yay, we saved Billy's. And Jane walks in and August is like, oh my gosh, you're here. Yeah. And then it's this like kind of like, a wonderful like happy montage of them living together and yeah. being like in love and happy and you know she does highlight that like Jane does struggle with it like she has a hard time of like you know coming to grips with being here but she mm-hmm. like loves August and loves the people and she's like slowly finding her her niche in the world and mm-hmm. and like helping out at community centers for like the Asian population and like she also is teaching Myla's mom Chinese mm-hmm. um and we kind of end the book with the two going to find James Jane's family who are still alive um so Jane has um is being really brave and being like, I want to go see my family and kind of like talk this out with them and see them again. And so they're getting on the bus, I think. Yeah. Which is like, why are you taking a bus to California? Planes exist. Right. Like, and it can't be cheaper. Yeah. Are you trying to take a year to get there? Yeah. Like you're going to take a Greyhound (laughs) from New York to California. Not a good idea. In 2020. Like what? What? (laughs) 
preposterous. Girl, what you doing? Maybe, maybe the thing that makes the least sense in this book. <laughs> this is the peak thing we have a problem with is the traveling by Greyhound bus. <laughs> but yeah, so we, that's basically where the, the, end. the book ends. I know. The I have, end. I have some, I have some thoughts about that ending too. Yeah. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts? Um, so it, uh, August, goes kind of on this rant a little bit with Jane about like how she, um, you know, wants to do something that she's like called to do in life basically. Uh And so she decides that she's going to be like a private investigator because like that's like Mm -hmm. all that she knows and she feels good at it and, and whatever. Uh, and so she, at the very end of the book, posts a craigslist ad <laughs> to missed connections to help people find other people so she's like a freelance uh mm-hmm. investigator which is really creepy like <laughs> would you just go on craigslist and be like i want a freelance investigator and it's yeah. she posts on misconnections so this these are like usually like weird dudes being like i saw a pretty girl at the gas station she had red shoes was that you yeah i would love to see you again red shoe girl yeah it's just i just thought that was very gross i did find it weird that it was like a craigslist ad and that it was on the misconnections one that i was like that seems like a weird thing to be an investigator about is like just finding like random like meet cute people which seems like the opposite of what you're good at yeah like no just not finding meet cutes but i was like it makes sense for her to be an investigator and i was Mm -hmm. like i guess she kind of can be like a dumb bitch sometimes (laughs) and like i guess craigslist but i was like yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, why Craigslist? Like, make a website, dog. Or, like, or come it, it would have made more sense if she was like, oh, I found my calling. This is what I want to do. And, like, to go back to school to, like, study, like, criminal justice or, or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I could have, I would have totally bought that. But, like, just to be like, I work uh, via Craigslist ads now. It's just. What? Yeah, the Craigslist ad was definitely weird. I could see her not wanting to go back to school because she's like she been did, like talking yeah. about how often she switched. Yeah. And that school was less of a place that she was interested in, more of a place that she was just safe and she mm. didn't have to make few like decisions. Mm-hmm. Um and that's why she like kept jumping from major to major. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Craigslist like working that like I'm an like I was like, ooh, private investigator makes sense. And then she was like, I Craigslist. I was like, mm, nope. You no, lost me. That seems odd and like <laughs> For this being modern, like, why are you doing Craigslist? Yeah, that like, there's was... There's a billion other ways you could have done that. Right. Like, Craigslist? Not the right venue for that. No. So... You're just going to get a lot of, like, men who want you to dress up in diapers and shit. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> oh my god, it's so gross. <laughs> um, yeah, do you have any other thoughts? I mean, I have thoughts as soon as we're ready to give our ratings. Ooh, okay. Um... So I basically, I thought the the story was really cute um, with like really sweet characters that you were like rooting for. Yeah. There's a lot of like stuff that is like just pure silliness. Mm-hmm. But as I said, I think that's like what Casey McQuiston is good at is mm-hmm. like creating a story that has characters that are so lovable that like she can write the craziness and you're like, no, nah, whatever. It's right. fun. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's cute. And it's, you know, making the people that I like, like have a good life. So yeah, it's like wacky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, Absolutely. So I definitely, I think it was just like a cute, easy read and I was really happy with it. Um, but what is your rating for it? Um, I rated this a three out of five. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Don't be bad at me. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I think I had a feeling that that's what you'd rate it. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, you're, you're getting to know me so well and <laughs> how I rate books. <laughs> no, I, th- I agree with you with well, like it being like an easy read, mm-hmm. um, kind of like I, I understand like why you use these kind of books as like a palate cleanser, mm-hmm. um, and it like some of the stuff was very sweet and like I think overall like I enjoyed it. Like I rated it a three because I think a three for me is like I would still like recommend it to certain people, mm-hmm. um, but I think it like wasn't particularly for me. Um, I I was a little. Um, taken aback with, and maybe it's just modern books. Maybe I just don't care for modern books, mm-hmm. but it just, I couldn't get over how like pandery it felt at times. Oh, with like, uh-huh. I'm modern. Uh, or like, it was like overly woke at times. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to like poo poo any of the, um, 
uh, what am I trying? Like LGBTQ or like yeah, or um, any just some cultural time. whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't want to poo-poo that, but it was it felt like it was like a uh, it was like kind of over done it was like and this person does dragons so does this person and does this person and this and like every mm-hmm. every it was like everyone in the story like had some touch it just felt like it was it was too intense it was not like it wasn't realistic or it wasn't like s- smoothly mm. it was just kind of like in your face at time i don't know I, no i get it that it wasn't like a realistic um exploration of like life as well, and maybe and that's just like maybe it's just because I'm like maybe not in those communities as much, so maybe mm. that is realistic for some people, and some people would like really enjoy that and find that normal. It just it felt like it was like a little overboard mm. at, at, at times. Yeah, no, so. I can understand where you're coming from. Um, and then <laughs> we talked about the stuff that just <laughs> didn't make sense, <laughs> um, and things that were like a little too convenient, like being able to like get into the substation because of like Mila's ex boyfriend. Yeah. And then I think um, I wasn't really into like Jane's character. I just thought she was like a little aggressive. Um, mm-hmm. I remember she, you saying that. Yeah, it's been probably like episode two or something. But um, when she would like get angry, she would kind of like blow up. And I was, I don't know, it was just not, not the kind of character that I enjoy. But I, you know, overall, I think it was a fine book. And I would definitely like recommend it to people who enjoy modern romances. But mm-hmm. yeah, I would give it three out of five. How would you rate it? Yeah, I definitely would agree that I think Jane is the least strong character out of all of them. Yeah. Like, to be honest, I didn't, like, fully buy into August and Jane's relationship. I liked it because, you know, I enjoyed the story of, like, meeting, like, a time-traveling person on the train. But Mm -hmm. out of all the characters, I think Jane is also my least favorite. Yeah. Um. Just because I don't think she's, like, fleshed out more. She's used as more of, like, a plot tool than someone we're, I feel like we're really supposed to, like, yeah, fall in love with. And I feel like she's more, like, the anti- antithesis to August. Yeah. Like, she's impulsive and exciting to, J- to August what she feels like is, you know, not impulsive, not exciting, like... Yeah, that makes sense. So I think it was a little bit like she's, I think Jane is more of like a plot device than like a character because she fleshed out Wes more than she like fleshed out. I know. I, yeah. And I agree with you. I did. I really liked like Wes and Mm -hmm. Mila and Nico as characters like way more than Jane. So I I just wish I would, because Jane was such a like big character in this. I Uh wish, I wish it would have, she would have been a little bit more relatable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, um, I, so we're quickly learning that my rating system makes no sense it doesn't <laughs> rate it however don't you want to rate it girl just don't i have no, no rhyme or reason but i rated it a five out oh, of five shit because i was like i read this so fast i en- wow. I just loved it was like candy i was like it's just fun oh my god it was gosh. truly just like a whoosh sort of read and i loved it that i could sit down and just like ignore shit for an hour and like read the whole thing this is absolutely like your palate cl- like this oh is- yeah because- this genre is so far oh up my, my alley this is okay. This is making so much sense because I feel like if I were to give you a book that I consider a palate cleanser, you'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> because I like I like more like I don't know like sciency or like psychology or medical uh-huh. like I, like I don't I'm so fucking weird. Like I feel like I'm no st- I'm like studying or something. Like <laughs> you just like to learn, and that's the way you like to learn. I guess, but I'm just like it. Okay, this is this that makes sense to me now, mm-hmm. but. Damn, wow. Okay, yeah, so our I rating's gave, vastly different. Yeah, so I gave it a five just because, like, that's... And usually when I finished it, I was, like, so thrilled with it. I was yeah. Like, oh, so cute. Like, it ended, like, how a rom... Like, in my opinion, like, a romance should end. Like, yeah, it's a little convenient. And I felt the same way about the other book, too. Yeah. But I still talk about the other book. Yeah. And I still enjoy it. And so it's definitely, like, one of these things that I'm like, if you're looking for, like, a cute, like, one weekend read, uh-huh. this one is up there. Like, it's just... It's good. Oh, um, okay. I don't think she's, like... Casey McQuiston is, like, my favorite romance author. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be Emily Henry. Um... <laughs> God rest, like, God bless her. God, God save the queen. God rest her. I was like, did she like, die? No, that, I was like, that's not right. And I was like, God save the queen is what I wanted to say. But then I was like, the fact that the queen died and it just was a lot of shit that just came in all at once. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's a little too topical. Like, nope. Um, God save the queen, Emily Henry, the queen of romance. Um, but yeah, maybe I, I need to read an Emily Henry and see how I feel. 
Because um, I'm curious. I'm curious if yes. if for me, I just have like more of a hard time with like a, a modern romance than you, you know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. So I want I want to know if it's that or if it was like this book. In, I have no idea. So I'm also super forgiving with my romances. Got it. Like I will give a lot of ground on them. I just <laughs> have to like the two main characters, like mm-hmm. love interests, and have their problems be believable enough. Got it. That like. It can't be like I read one where like the pro- like it's still one of my favorite romances, but like what the problem was is the guy's dad was a dickwad what? and he like wouldn't talk about it, and that's like part the of problem? the reason. Yeah, part of their like you know because in a romance oh there's God. always a conflict moment. Yeah, and I was like, that's it. Is that your dad was a jerk? Like, like that's, that's not something you keep like no it has nothing to do with you who your dad is makes n- like no impact on you you're a different person that's yeah that's strange what Unless, book is that um it was the kiss quotient oh like i love it but yeah. it was definitely like when i got to that part i was like and it's my least favorite out of that series oh is that the first book in that series mm-hmm. okay yeah mm. they get progressively better as okay they go on. but it was an amazing book but i was like that's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, you're like that shouldn't ha- be. That's, yeah, what? Like, keep your dad out of our relationship, maybe. Yeah, like, like, that's weird. Yeah, don't just. How about you? Just don't be like your dad. Yeah, that's what a thought. You could also talk about it. And be like, my dad is a like pretty bad person. Yeah, I don't really like talking about him. Yeah, and I'm a completely. Like, I became a better person because of how shitty my dad was. Right. Like, boom. There you go. Yeah. It sounds like the well, who's the author of that one. Helen Huang, I think. Oh, okay. Sounds sounds like she like had like just a weird bad idea for a conflict and then got better over the next few books. I think she also lo- like you could tell she loved this character. Like uh, she was very invested in this character, and uh-huh. I don't think she wanted to make him like have bad in him at all. Because oh. so like his job. So the the woman hires him because he's an escort. Okay. Um to basically have sex with her uh-huh. so that she can like learn how to have sex better because she's autistic. Okay. Um, and so I think that's what she wanted to like stop was that like y- she was thinking that your reader was going to get like all upset about him being an escort. Okay. A male escort. Mm-hmm. That sh- I think she didn't want to give him a problem that also seemed quote unquote problematic. Right. Um, okay. I, even okay, though him being an sense. escort is like also like, you know, you got to pay your bills and like, you do you. I feel like if people are going to read that book, they're not going to have a problem with a male escort. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was kind of like, I could feel how much the author loved him and she didn't want to like make him, she wanted him to be like this really like pure character that like, well, that's sweet. Yeah. So, but it was just like, that's not a problem. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it's good. Um, But so that's concludes book four of our podcast. And we will start teasing um, the next book. On our tangent. Yeah, on our tangent episode. And it's a Chandler Mm -hmm. pick. It is a me pick. And I already have it. Did I already tell you what I picked? Yeah. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember. I couldn't wait. I'm, I was like, you need to tell me right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, be, well, the tangent somehow became further and further away because of how <laughs> just how many weeks <laughs> it's been since we've been in the, in the shed. <laughs> um, do we want to go into our uh, fuck yeahs and fuck yous? Yeah, let's do it. All right. What is your fuck you for the week? Well, funny that you ask because I literally <laughs> have written down here that I had way too many to pick one, which is... <laughs> Oh, Maybe not no. a good not a good thing. Yeah, and I won't go deep into any of them, but it, it was just it, I feel like it's just shit after shit right now. It was like, okay, I got COVID. Uh-huh. Um so I was out the whole first week of school. Which was so kid. rough. So yeah, so I had a sub the entire it was just, oh my god. It was fine, but like from there it's just been like playing major catch up mm-hmm. and then the whole, you know, situation where like I lost an episode that we were had recorded and just all kinds of shit is really annoying to me right now. Yeah, September um, can go kick rocks. Yeah, it's been awful. And like, yeah. I went to a wedding recent this last weekend, which was it was a great, beautiful wedding. But like, I'm just like freaking exhausted. And you know, yeah. I'm like three times removed from the people who are getting married. You know, so you so know like, nobody there. Yeah, pretty much. I'm just like super awkward, and I'm like don't feel like talking to people I don't know. And I um, wasn't really like. So, 
oftentimes I won't like drink just because it makes me like feel like not very good in my tummy. And Mm -hmm. so I was like traveling already makes me icky. And so I didn't want to drink too. And so I'm like not drinking. I'm just like way sober around all these people. I don't, it's just, you know what I mean? Like it's hard. It was a lovely, it was a lovely, beautiful wedding, but it was just kind of like, I don't want to be here. And And they're socially draining. You have to be on because nobody wants like, like someone to be like off, even though you're like, it doesn't really matter, but I, I totally understand what you're saying. It was like, you're just like, I just just want to go lay down. <laughs> and it was, you know, it, it was wonderful. And we yeah. got to spend a lot of time with Aaron's family. So that was, that was That's fantastic. Great. But just like right now, I'm just like, I'm so dead. Like, yeah. I, I just cannot. Um, totally. So I have too many. Fuck you to pick one. <laughs> uh, I hope you found a single one. What is your fuck you? I do. I almost was gonna say I don't have a fuck you for this week. Wow, I took all of them for you. But <laughs> but you I thought one. of one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shout out to you, Aaron. <laughs> My fuck you this week is a silly one, and it's a fuck you to the little movable pads in bras <gasps> and like sports bras. Fuck you to the person who came up with that and was like, you know what women want? A little floating piece of fucking foam that will never stay in place and will crinkle on the top of your boobs. What you look is like the you point? have six nips. Are you supposed to take those out and wash that? Like, I've never done that, which is maybe gross, I have but. No fucking idea. Because you wash them and dry them and then they both. Like, they are meant to be together. We have yeah. separated. The, it's like Romeo and Juliet. Like, two <laughs> dumb kids are like, meh. And then. Like, the other day, I went to go put on a sports bra, and I was like, oh, okay, apparently I lost one of the pads, so and like, I have another one, so just, like... So, one of your boobs is, like, normal-looking, like, nippleless, you yeah. know, and your other your other boob without the, it's like, like, it's like, it's like, hello! <laughs> I'm a nip. I... I fucking hate them, and I, I don't get yep. the point of them. Like, yeah. either put a little bit of padding in there, yeah. or fucking don't. Right. But just like, pick one. Or, like, do a little stitch, like a little boop. And yeah. I, I know what you guys are saying is like, Tina, if you want to just put a stitch in it yourself. No. No, because then, no. It, because then <laughs> it like bunches up in a corner and you have to like go in there with your little finger and like pull it down so that it <laughs> covers a spot where it's supposed to cover. It's, I, I, oh my God, I'm so glad you brought this up. It's aggravating. Right? And this reminds me, I had to buy like a special, like, I don't even know if you call it a bra, but for the dresses that I was wearing to the wedding, uh-huh. I couldn't really wear a normal bra. So like first time ever I bought they're called like nippies like oh little, the little petals that the, you just go yeah you just stick them on your nips uh-huh. um and those maybe changed my life like those are fantastic i think i'm gonna have to go get some because yeah. that sounds amazing yeah and they've changed my life and i'm forever gonna be wearing those with shirts or dresses that i don't want like a bra strap to be seen like it this particular brand they wow. stuck on the whole i wore them for like eight hours and they're reusable Damn. you just kind of wash them and yeah they were fantastic yeah, send me the brand. I will. And thank you all for listening to our booby problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is also not sponsored by whatever nip thing that Chandler got, as you can see by us not even knowing the name. I know. <laughs> nip, nippies or something. I don't know. It was, it was some <laughs> name that I was like, I feel weird ordering this on Amazon because I'm on Amazon with like Aaron's whole family. Oh, yeah. And I'm then like, this is be awkward, like... but I also need these. And I also had COVID, so I like couldn't go out shopping. So uh-huh. I was like, I'm just going to be awkward and get these. <laughs> They sent to my house. <laughs> and so when my step stepmother, no, when my mother-in-law looks at the Amazon, <laughs> she's like, who bought nippies? <laughs> Who's buying, buying nipple tassels? <laughs> First step nippies. It's a straight road. It's a dangerous road to nipple tassels. Dangerous road to nipple tassels. No, his mother's very sweet. She would never. But, um... Uh, what's your fuck yeah for the week? Um, my fuck yeah is that we are doing, we are finally back in here. We are doing the pod again. I can see people. We can hang out. Like I have so missed being back in like kind of like a routine and a schedule Mm -hmm. and like sitting down here. And even though I was definitely like very rusty, it feels really good. Like Uh so good. And I'm very excited to do more. I'm really excited for our next book. So that is my fuck yeah. And we're coming into spook season. I know. Oh, oh, I'm, yes. Spoop. I'm here for it. <laughs> we spoopin'. We spoopin' real good. Um, oh, and I'm really excited to hear your fuck yeah, because you kind of like teased it a little bit to me earlier. So. I teased it. <laughs> what is your I was fuck like, yeah? You'll have to learn it on the pod. Yeah, you like refuse. weirdo. You refuse to tell me, like, I can't tell you until later. Um, so I have a, a, a twofer, 
a twofer for my fuck yeah. Okay. And I'm going to wait you make you wait more. <laughs> <laughs> my first fuck yeah is on Sunday, I played my first soccer game <gasps> in like 13 years. Oh my God. I meant to ask you about that and I forgot. Okay. So Tia and I are now on the same outdoor soccer team. Mm-hmm. Um, I was obviously out of town this last weekend, so I couldn't play, but you went and you played? I went and I played, and that's my fuck yeah, is that I fucking did it. Because for an entire week when I learned that you weren't going to be there, uh-huh. I battled with myself over like whether or not I should go. I was wondering, and low-key, I maybe was like stalking. We have a little RSV pa- RSVP page <laughs> where you can see what players are going and which aren't, and you hadn't responded, and I was like, I wonder if Tia's going to go. I was like... Oh, well, we'll see. Yeah, I was, it was a battle. And then finally, like the day before I woke up and I was like, quit being a fucking weenie and just go. I'm so proud of you. And I went and I played like shit, I think, but I had so much fucking fun. Yes. I am. Everyone was so nice and kind and welcoming and like all these older women. So we play on a league with like a lot of older women, um, but they all like, you can tell played a lot when they were young Mm -hmm. and they really know the game. And so a lot of them were like, yelling at me telling me like what to do and mm-hmm. i was like this is amazing like they're like they don't feel afraid to like politely tell me like you're in the wrong fucking spot move mm-hmm. um and i told her one woman i was like well thank you so much for all your coaching and she was like oh yeah i'm sorry i talk a lot and i was like no like i'm serious i haven't played in years um and so yeah they were really nice i was late because i couldn't find the fucking field i wore the wrong mm-hmm. color shirt um love it I beautiful now have a blister on my foot from Fantastic. my shoes and it was fucking amazing and i had so much fun and i'm really proud of myself so proud of you i'm so excited that you're playing i'm also really sad that you're not going to play this weekend because you're going to be out of town but one of these days we'll eventually get a game together yes we will play together eventually so happy but yeah so that's one of my fuck yeahs and i i can't believe how much i loved it i was so into it and my calves hurt like a bitch but i'm very excited i'm so excited um my second fuck you or not fuck you (laughs) oh god nope um fuck yeah is i found a show on netflix called the extraordinary um Extraordinary Attorney Wu, oh. and it's a Korean drama uh-huh. that is based on a woman who is autistic, who's um, the first autistic attorney in like South Korea, wow. and it is the perfect, like literally chef's kiss mixture of crime procedural drama like courtroom oh. saying all the case law, which uh-huh. I'm a fucking I love. You geek law. out. Like I geek yeah. out on law, like case law and all that shit. And I was like, oh my God. And I just, it's fantastic. And then the romance between the main character mm. and the man. Oh my God. So good. Like fucking just brilliant. And like the way they build the relationship between the two is so realistic and beautiful. And it's like a show truly like they tackle like hard issues. They tackle uh-huh. like, what does it mean to be a person with like a disability, like an intellectual disability mm-hmm. and to be in love? Like society is going to tell you that that person who doesn't have a disability is taking advantage of the person because they can't understand it. Uh-huh. And she's like, I do. It's just different from you. Right. And they wow. also tackled like autism is a spectrum. So like mm-hmm. everyone just views autism in the same way. And she's like, well, I can see the differences between me and this other person, but like nobody else does. And it just was beautiful. It like tackled like friendship and like, how do you, like your coworkers and like how organically friendships develop and how like this girl finds or this woman finds, I'm sorry, that was awful of me. This woman finds um, just this beautiful community of people by being herself. Hmm. And she's like, yeah, my life has been hard, but she's like, but I, this is just all I know. Yeah. And she has so many people who are like, so there for her and so it's a fu- it's such a good show i literally cannot stop thinking about the characters they're so good it sounds amazing it's so it's just amazing Netflix. is it one season right now it's one season but okay. it's 16 episodes and oh. they're all like an hour and 45 minutes oh long. my gosh okay. yeah i low-key love it when there's a show that has episodes that are like basically mini movies yes especially if it's like a really good show it's so good and i literally like have binged it and it's so beautiful. I literally finished it last night and yeah. started watching it again. Oh my gosh. Because it's so cute. And like the, the case law is amazing. And the romance is amazing. And the friendships are amazing. Is Rob watching it? He sort of kind of watches it with me. I think mm-hmm. he mostly watches it because I'm sitting there the whole time just being <laughs> He's like. just like so charmed by it. And like, oh, it's just. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to check it out. That sounds really interesting too. Yeah. It's so good. And I'm also mm. learning a, a ton about Korean law and how similar oh, it is I didn't even think to about like that. US law, which I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Huh. And like, they have a lot more like laws. It seems like based off of like, um, like kind of like how you made the person feel like oh. very like more like socially conscious law as okay, opposed to like, like you broke Im- a law and like it was like the impact that something had yeah hmm. like very much so like like a reputation focus type thing like mm-hmm. but i don't know it's just it's really great and it shows a lot about korean life and food and like relation like how people interact with each other and it's Sweet. just it was cool and i have i really enjoyed I it i love how like in love you are with this show i can't get over it i, I told my mom and i was like if it was a book it would be my top 10 favorite book of all time holy shit like oh so God. the show is so good i watch you'll watch it and you'll be like this is trash this is oh, literal no, trash no. <laughs> i mean i might disagree a little bit but i would never call it trash i might think it's the worst piece of shit in the world but i will never tell you <laughs> no no i would no i would tell you if i was like oh it was good but like maybe not for me like i would yeah i would be honest enough i but i wouldn't <laughs> i don't yeah i would never tell you something that you like is trash it's so mean <laughs> but yeah so there was my 30 minute rant about the no. extraordinary attorney woo everyone should watch it i have nothing to do with it but everyone should watch it okay that's fucking incredible. the answer is yes because aaron and i we need more shows because currently we're watching um the house of dragons which is like the game of thrones oh yeah, yeah. like spinoff which is it's been good it's been entertaining but it's um mm-hmm. you know it's i mean it's good but it's yeah. not like i don't know I'm always down for more shows. And we yeah. get like one episode a week, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Th- then this one's perfect because yeah. it's the buildup. Can is. binge it. Sweet. Okay. So I think that's a wrap for I think this. it is. All right. So our next episode, we'll be doing a tangents. We can talk about current reads mm-hmm. and what's going on with stuffs. And we will um, let you know the next book that we have coming up. Yeah? Mm. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, don't forget your moop yeah it's back baby it's back that dyslexia thing that don't i have forget that bookmark <laughs> i so okay real quick before we sign off i like google did i tell you this i like you google did. okay yeah so you already know but i low-key how i think i this is not diagnosed i am not a doctor <laughs> and neither was wikipedia um but like i'm pretty sure i have some form of like adult dyslexia or some Mm -hmm. like auditory thing that makes me say weird words because (laughs) it happens way too often it sucks um anyways so don't forget your bookmark uh and to lock the shed behind you bye